Well, good morning. Um, thanks for having me up here. I'm, I'm grateful to be able to, to share what Christ has done in my life. And so it'd be good to, to pray to start. But Father, thank you so much for your love and for your mercies uh, that are new today. Thank you for being merciful to us and loving us and uh, for all the love that you've shown me, Lord, and, um, and the ways you've transformed me and saved me from the pit, Lord, and uh, pulled me out of my sin. Thank you for revealing us, revealing yourself to us uh, in your word so that we can know you and love you and see this great love that you, with which we, you've loved us, Lord. Thank you for your continued mercy to us even through our betrayals. Lord, I pray that you'd give me strength and um, peace and courage as I share what you've done in my life, Lord. I pray that you'd um, calm my nerves and, and give me words to speak that are true and that are from you, Lord. Amen. Well, uh, you might not know me. I'm, I'm David. I'm a sophomore chemistry student here at CSC, and I am uh, Mike and Maya's son. I've been coming to Ridgeview for... Uh, ten years now, and yeah, I've really, I've really grown up here. But thanks for thanks for having me here. I'm really not good at public speaking, and really nervous. And you know, I, I pray that you'll have something to hear, even through my shaking hands and <laughs> um, faltering words. You know, but well, I'm like I said, I'm I'm Mike and Maya's son, and I'm so I'm so blessed to have been raised and to have grown up in a household that really faithfully raised me to love and, and know Christ, and they, they raised me and taught me to, to put my faith in Christ on my own, and, um, you know, they, they taught me that just being in a Christian family is not enough to, to put me in heaven, right, and that I needed to, to believe this on my own, and so... Um, when I was six, I, I did. I decided that I wanted to, to be a Christian on my own terms and, and, and not just trust in my family. And so I was baptized at the First Baptist Church in Geneva, in, in Florida, where we lived. So that's not where my story ends, though. That's not, um, you know, I was saved and that's it. That's actually, it kind of feels like uh, the beginning, even though I, I believe my faith was genuine and... Um, I was, I was saved then. Most of the sin I remember in my life is after that date, which, yeah. It, it really, it breaks my heart to think of having sinned and, like, willingly um, betrayed Jesus even after I had said I believed him and asked him to be my savior, but, but that's what happened, you know, that's... Um, over the years, by God's grace, I've seen so much um, sin in my life. And that sounds weird, but like, without his grace, I wouldn't have seen it at all. It would have been just, I would have been a sinner and, and just been God's enemy, right? And so through his grace, I saw that, and I, I saw that it was, it was wrong and it was sinful, um, and I was ashamed of it. And I was ashamed that sometimes I um, did it willfully and just hit it instead of, instead of just following Christ with my whole heart. Um, 
the Lord revealed hypocrisy and secret sin that I like kept as a pet and wouldn't admit in the light, but wasn't afraid to do in the dark. Um, I remember, so I remember a thought that I had that really was probably like the turning point in in my life as a teenager. I remember um, reflecting one day and thinking about how like dirty and sinful I was and how just how much I hated that. And I, I thought, this is, this is what I thought. I thought, if the people around me that love me so much and show me so much grace and love, if they really knew who I was, if they knew how dark my heart is and how much sin I have, they wouldn't, they wouldn't love me. You know, They love me now, but if they knew that, they wouldn't. And by God's grace, um, it, was like, it was like God leaned down himself and told me, um, through the scripture that I had been taught my whole life. God, it was like God said to me right there. He said, I know the deepest parts of your heart, even the parts that you don't even know yourself. I know all of your sin. I know the sin that you hide. I know the sin that you don't even see. And I know, I know all of it. I know your entire heart, and I love you. I love you so much that I sent my only son to save you from that sin. I sent him to die so that you can be saved. What sweet truth. It was like it was like the father came and grabbed my hand and picked me up and put me on his path again. Um what a sweet savior. Through, through this, that thought and through the discipleship of so many faithful men around me and through the scripture, um, I've found freedom from these sins and, and, from, and just seen so much growth in um, all these areas of my life that, that I didn't see before even um, from, the, from the pride and the lust and the selfishness and like I found freedom from the, from all of it, I, and um, that pet sin that that is so destructive and stuff is is not um, like God took that away, and so you know I can I can stand before you right now with my head like held up, and um, even though knowing about all the sin and darkness in my life that was there, I can I can stand before you with Christ's righteousness. But it still breaks my heart to think of the rebellion um, just in the face of Christ's sacrifice, and I wish that I wish that I'd never fallen into any sin. <laughs> but through it, Christ has shown me love just of a length and width and height and depth that I can't measure. Even in all of my unfaithfulness, Christ is faithful to his promises, and he's never let me go and I know that he won't ever let me go. He's seen every unclean thought, everything that I ever did, looked at, um, believed, every attitude that I had, every, um, he saw every selfish motive behind doing even good things. He saw all of that, and he loved me anyway. His love is not based on my loveliness. His love is the source of any loveliness that's in me. 
Christ doesn't love me because I'm special or because I'm a nice guy or because of all the good things that I do or think I do. Um, I know myself well enough to know that if my actions and my character and holiness were the basis of Christ's love, then Christ wouldn't love me at all. No, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. In the, a book I read that a lot of you have read too, Gentle and Lowly, uh, Dane, or- Dane Orland said that Christ was not sent to mend wounded people or inspire bored people or spur on lazy people or educate ignorant people, but to raise dead people. Christ raised me from, the, from death. Um, he died in my place so that the, the final judgment, our just God will see me, and instead of seeing my sin and rebellion, instead of seeing all those things that I see in my life, um, God will see Christ's perfection. This is love that makes the recipient lovely instead of love that is because of the recipient's loveliness. Um, and it's the work of God that, like, I hate sin and I want to be free from it and I, and, um, I desire purity from it. Both purity and the desire for purity come from Jesus. Um, and though I'm, I'm being made pure, you know, we, we live in this sinful world and... Um, Jesus is just continually showing me more of my own heart and showing me just how sinful I am. Every day that goes by, um, I just know more and more how desperately I need Christ. And back to that thought I had before, you know, I really believed it at the time. If the people around me really knew my own heart and knew how sinful I really was, um, they wouldn't love me, right? That was, that was my thought, and I believed it. And now I can see that, you know, the people around me did know me, like more than more than I thought. I'm less transparent than I, than I think, um, or more transparent, I guess. I, you know, I owe such a debt of gratitude to so many of you for loving me, even though you did see did see sin and did see things that weren't deserving of love. Um, and so now I'm learning that Christ's love not only transforms us to be more lovely, but it also transforms our love to be like His. And so I'm. Learning to love people um, even outside of just their loveliness and and learning to see people with christ's eyes and and love the people even in their ugliness and sin, my Jesus makes all things new he re- He renews my affections and keeps me from sin and temptation, and one day, when I go to be with him forever, I will finally be washed completely clean. And we'll have no more uncleanness and dirt. Um, I rest in Christ's finished work and I endure. I hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering because he who promised me freedom is faithful. (laughs) I just wanted to read a couple verses from some hymns, I guess. Glory, glory, hallelujah. I'm saved, redeemed, and free. Glory, glory, hallelujah, Christ has spoken peace to me. Your blood has washed away my sin, Jesus, thank you. The Father's wrath completely satisfied, Jesus, thank you. Once your enemy, but now seated at your table, Jesus, thank you. It is done, it is finished. No more debt I owe. Paid in full, all sufficient, merit now my own. Thank you.